as long as man continued or sustained being an object of sacrifice as long as man continued being in subjection to God even though God gave us dominion please hear this it is a shared dominion it is a what it is a shared dominion meaning you remain in partnership with God then you have the power to dominate if you refuse being in partnership to God then you will not have that dominion so you could see here that from creation man was designed as a being of alteration altering things subduing the earth because forces were already prevalent over these realms to oppose the institutions of God so man was God's strategy to bring the earth in subjection man was God's strategy to bring the earth in subjection the reason why Satan is after this man was because this man was designed to ensure that all of his works don't prevail so now you might begin to understand what Jesus meant when he was saying in Luke chapter 18 verse 1 he was speaking a parable to them and he said that men ought always to pray and not to faint meaning that that's part of your design you were created as an object as a being of prayer please don't forget okay um, we are talking about restoring light in the place of prayer So Satan knew this technology and Satan knew that if this man will be submissive to God, if this man remains in partnership with God, if this man continues to fellowship with God, sustains intimacy with God, then I'm done. Then I won't have the ability to do things that I want to do. So how can I still penetrate and ensure that the systems have built remains if only i can disconnect this man from god if only i can darken the heart of this man that he will no longer have reverence for the one who has put him in the position of authority if i can affect his intimacy with god if i can affect his communion with god if i can put touch thing that allows for him to have intimacy with God then I can have control over this man so this was where Satan began to attack the prayer life of believers so when you see yourself not praying it is beyond you being lazy in the flesh it's an attack because the only way you can wield the authority that the Lord has placed upon you to take charge over the earth is that you sustain an attitude of prayer and this prayer I'm talking about is not prayer to request for things it's not prayer to ask for things there is something God wants to design there is something in the heart of God so by prayer you are able to peep into the heart of God and bring those things to reality you are the one 
you might wonder how will God entrust upon man such responsibility but that's what God did that's what God did so now let's read Matthew chapter 21 verse 12 then you begin to have understanding of our key test now Matthew 21, verse 12 to 13. Can we read it quickly? Okay, let me read from here because of the mic. So verse 12, And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves and said unto them it is written my house shall be called the house of prayer but ye have made it a den of thieves now of course you knew in the old testament the tabernacle was something external it was a structure that was erected that people come to have communion with god where god comes upon that tabernacle in his glory and the people come around it and the priest of course goes there to offer sacrifices unto god and the sacrifice of atonement he does that once in a year but in isaiah chapter 66 from verse 1 god was saying where is the house that you have built for me where is the place of my rest he says for all of these things have my hand made and then he said but to this man will i look unto to him that is of a contrite heart and of a broken spirit so God was looking unto man to make him an habitation of himself so when you check 1st Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 where the Bible was saying that do you not know that ye are the temple of the Lord and that the Holy Ghost the Spirit of God dwells on your inside how shall you take that which belongs to God and then make it a member? You now join it to an harlot. Or do you not know that when two mingle together, they become one? So the house now is you. You are the house of the Lord. So the house of the Lord was orchestrated from the beginning to be a place of prayer. And for prayer to happen effectively there are certain things that must be in place one there must be an object of sacrifice there must be an object of sacrifice and this object of sacrifice is your body the bible has said in romans chapter 12 from verse 1 i beseech you therefore brethren by the message of god that he present your bodies a living what holy and acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service there must be an object of sacrifice the altar must be there so this altar now is your heart because the altar is what prepares and pierces the sacrifice the altar is what is ready to offer the sacrifice so your heart is the altar so it is your heart that is made up prepared it is your heart that decides that i'm going to offer myself to god as a sacrifice then the one who performs the sacrifice must be there that is the priest 
and remember what the Bible has said in Revelation chapter 1 verse 6 and in Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 and 10 it says that the Lord has made us unto our God what? kings and what? and priests I'm trying to show you that God has brought all of these things together and put it in you so you are now a complete object that can offer unto God sacrifice and make effective prayers and of course to keep your sacrifice alive there must be the fire Leviticus chapter 6 verse 12 and 13 Leviticus chapter 6 started by telling us about the sin offering and then he told us that when men transgressed that they were going to bring this and they would slay it and all of that but then when he went to the bond offering there was there was some systematic approach with which it was listed the bond offering he said that when that offering has been laid upon the altar and then the ashes has been burnt he said that ashes will be took will be taken down then the priest was going to take it without outside of the place and then when he has dropped it there he will change his garment and then come and still stay on that sacrifice and ensure that the light upon the altar never goes down that it keeps burning day and night so you can see that all of these things God have made possible in you by giving you the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost is now the fire that is supposed to be lighted upon the sacrifice which is your body. And that is when you can render unto God that which is a living sacrifice. The sacrifice is living, is alive because of the presence of fire. So when there is no fire, it's a dead sacrifice. And dead sacrifices, the order they give out is not pleasant to God. So what makes your sacrifice alive? is that it is on fire because every work that you do will be tested by what to be tested by fire so when certain people begin to ask for fire now you understand why because when you're on fire that's when you are alive unto god but do you know that satan having understanding of these things have devised a demonic wisdom by which men can offer sacrifice without a, an object of sacrifice on the altar. So now you see a lot of young people praying the Holy Ghost. They seem to be on fire in quote by the tone of their voice. So somehow we can cajole people and make them feel as though we are on fire but when the Lord checks the altar, there is no object of sacrifice on it. So Satan has created a system that it becomes possible for you not to be burning. But yet, the altar looks like it's burning. The strength of your altar is the sacrifice upon it. Did you hear what I just said? The strength of your altar is what? is the sacrifice upon it. God does not want, yes, God wants you to serve him with all of your heart. And I've taught this many times that there is no sincere work with God that does not generate a work for God. Yes, I know people say working for God without working with God, but you can't be working with God and not working for God. Then we, we can check that your work with God because if you have a sincere work with God, then God is going to entrust to you a work for him. So, but God is not looking for 
your service as it were. God is not looking for people that are going to do things. God is not looking for your money. God is not looking for anything you can offer. God wants you. You are the one God is looking for. If you are not laid on that altar and you are offered to God as an object of sacrifice, every other thing you are doing, God is not interested. But to this man will I look unto. To him that is of a contrite heart and of a broken spirit. So how come we have learned how to pray in tongues but our life is not on fire? How come we have learned how to sing the holy songs of God but we are not walking in holiness? A proof of ascendance is not when you begin to speak in strange tongues. The proof that you have ascended in the spirit it's not that you begin to speak high capital letter tongues. But it's that there is a crave in your heart for holiness, for righteousness. Psalm chapter 24 from verse 1, the, help, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. He founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floors. Then verse 2 says, Who shall ascend unto the hills? Who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and a pure heart. Who are not lifted up his soul to vanity nor sworn deceitfully. He said, this one shall receive the blessings from their God and righteousness from the God of their salvation. So you want to tell me you have ascended? Can I check your work amongst men? One of the indicators of someone qualified to be a bishop that Apostle Paul made mention of in 1st Timothy chapter 3 is that you will have a good report of them that are without. So people will say, I don't know, me, I know they go to church. I know, but for this one, I can tell you that this one is a child of God. They will have a verdict to confirm your stand with God. It's there in scriptures. So when Satan wants to dislodge man from this place of authority, what he does is he initiates a trade. He initiates a trade. Because this actually was how he too fell. Oh, let me show you. You don't know. Let's see Ezekiel chapter 28. This was how he fell too. He started trading in heaven. I'm not talking about trading forests. Hallelujah. Are you with me? If you are with me, shout hallelujah. Can we see Ezekiel chapter 28? Let's start reading from verse 12. I'm actually going to verse 16, but let's start from verse 12. So we we'll understand the makeup of this person we're talking about. So I'll read here very quickly. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the psalm, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God, 
every precious stone was thy covering the sardius topaz the diamond the burial the onyx and the jasper the sapphire the emerald and the carbuncle and the gold the workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day that thou was created thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and i have set thee so thou was upon the holy mountain of god thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee then look at verse 16 it says by the multitude of thy merchandise by the multitude of thy merchandise they have filled the midst of thee with violence i'm going to read it in two other versions let me read first in message version so you understand it says in much buying and selling are you seeing that in much buying and selling you turned violent you sinned i want to read that same line in good news translation it says you were busy buying and selling and this led you to violence and sin so satan initiated a trade initiated a trade so there is something that satan knows that you are desiring every time satan wants to dislodge a man from the place of authority he lures him into trade and satan lure you by the receptive channels of your flesh the receptive channels of your flesh they are predicated upon the three foundational system that satan built in first john chapter 2 from verse 15 all that is in this world the lust of the eyes the lust of the flesh the pride of life so these are actually the three major channels through which satan lures man into trade so if satan has not yet called you into that trade maybe he's still observing you to find out what exactly you are willing to sell So this is why you see a lot of people they are willing to sell things and because that trade has been initiated in your life that's why you have given up the place of your authority so you no longer have the will to pray because something else have taken over your heart the pursuit of your heart is no longer after things that are eternal but things that are mundane please stand to your feet I don't know what trait Satan has initiated in your life. I don't know what Satan is making merchandise of you with. I don't know that thing that he's offering you that you are almost engaging in that deal. It's never a good deal. It's never a good deal. It's never a good deal. The things you will lose there are things bigger than you know it. Can you begin to tell God that, Lord, 
I'm willing to be laid upon the altar as the sacrifice. I'm speaking to certain hearts in this place. Even you, you know that you have traded. You have sold something that is much of eternal value and now what Satan has given you. There are things that even you can't make anything out of it. It looks as though you will have certain glories in this world, but the things that have been exchanged are things that are more weightier. There are things that are more eternal. Ah, if Satan was not afraid to come to Jesus to initiate that trade, he said, bow down to me all the glories of this world that we give you. Who do you think you are that Satan won't come to you? So there is, you must build a resistance, a resilience. You must first know. It begins with knowledge. He says, by much buying and selling, you have corrupted your sanctuaries. You have sinned. Can you tell the Lord that you are willing to be the object of sacrifice? You no longer run away. See, if you are placed upon that altar and the fire is burning on you, you will feel it. It's not always a sweet experience. Every one of you want to be on the mountain top, but there are people God needs to be in the valley to pull men out of that place. 12 chapter 3 verse 14, it says, many, many remained in the valley of decision. Who is going to go there? When everybody wants to be on billboards. Who will the Lord send to the valley to rescue men that are there? Satan knows that if you go there, that the lives of many will be transformed. So he will trade with you. He will trade fame with you. And then you will begin to do things that you think is God. But that's not God. You begin to organize programs. <laughs> programs with an intention to be seen. Even though you think you are doing kingdom work, you have traded. Because God wants to send you to places like Itapo. God wants to send you to places like Bariga. Places where there is no network. Nobody will even know you are ministry. But the Father is pleased. What have you traded? Just because you don't want to be an object of sacrifice. You can't stand the same. Apostle Paul was giving us a testimonial of people who work with God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, he said in much fasting, in much praise. None of us wants to hear that. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. It's not always a sweet experience to be an object of sacrifice. But one of the things that you will gain is that when you stand amidst powers of darkness and say in the name of Jesus, they will obey, they will run away, they will give space because a man of authority is there. Can you tell the Lord that I cease from running? I cease from running. I while I am waiting, you dead and still have that own way, Lord. Have that own way. Thou art the potter, I am your clay. 
mold me and make me after your will while I am waiting you better still all of you and none of me is what my heart cries for Lord may I decrease that you may increase that you be the Lord of all all of you and none of me is what my heart cries for Lord help is coming help is coming help is coming may I decrease that you may increase that you be the Lord of all Shataka patekete legados, oradaba menagata legados. I release myself as an object of sacrifice. That in the place where buying and selling has been initiated, the light is restored there. Ekate parades kabrante kesosi varada. Amen. Now hear me hear me as I begin to round up hear me help is going to come now Satan initiates trade to keep men in bondage and the reason he's initiating that trade of course is because he does not want you to wield the authority that God has entrusted upon you he knows that if you will but keep yourself in righteousness and purity when you begin to intercede for your families then the things that have been exchanged right from the foundations they will be dislodged so he will come and offer trade and because you do not know you will begin to engage those trades you will think you are doing things but you don't know you are losing things but now I want you to cry unto God and tell him that Lord every trade that have been initiated in my life now I'm giving you permission to end it because only Jesus can do it to listen Jesus did this before Jesus had to send them out of the temple twice they did it before and then they did it again only Jesus can stop the trade when Jesus came the Bible said he set the tables away. He brought them. He set the money changers out. They were selling those objects of sacrifice. Can you tell Jesus, I permit you, enter my life and stop every trade. Enter my life and stop every trade. Every business with Satan. Put an end to it now. Come on, can you pray? Can you pray? Let the Lord hear you. Let him hear you. 
Jesus and every trade Zape Paratesco Branda Catalagatos Zapate Casco Bandelegatos Eprete Cataligata Bamanagato. I refuse to be in bondage. Every trade initiated by Satan. Jesus put an end to it now. Sapate kaskai le branagatos. Irada bamanagabadaya. Irada bamanagabadelegatos. Sapates kapenantesaisi paratos. Oh, thank you, Jesus. All right, now the glory of God is here. Amen. Amen. Now you are going to raise your hand up. It's an allegiance. You will tell the Lord that I'm your sacrifice. Set me on fire. When that fire drops, certain things will break out of you. Certain things will break out of your life. I'm telling you that cycle that you keep seeing that oppressing dream that you keep having it will end now if only you will pledge this to God and say Lord I am your sacrifice set me on fire for you I am your sacrifice set me on fire Jesus he that cometh after me is mightier than I the latter of his shoe, I'm unable to lose. He says he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Whose fan is in his hand? He will totally purge the floor and gather the wheat into the garner. But he will burn up every chaff with unquenchable fire. Jesus, Sabateko, Sailepranagato. All of you and none of me is what my eye has Christ for Lord. May I decrease that you may increase that you be the Lord of all. Give me all in my lamb, keep me burning. 
give me all in my land, I pray. Give me all in my land, keep me born. Keep me born until the break of day. Give me fire in my life, keep me burning. Give me fire in my life, I pray. Give me fire, saka te parataya. Elaka imano sake monaka paradiatos. E pareno saika mande atikaya. Give me fire in my life, keep me burning. Set me on fire, oh Lord, I pray. Give me fire in my life. Give me born. Give me born until the break of. Now be quiet. Jesus. Now raise your hand up. Raise your hand. If truly your heart is sincere, you have made up your heart. You have prepared the altar. And you are no longer ashamed to be the sacrifice. That the Lord can send you anywhere. There's nobody you can't talk to. The reason some of you cannot minister Jesus to people is because you still want something from them. So you are afraid that if this one knows that you are a Jesus girl, they might not help you. That if they know that you are a Jesus boy, ah, they might they might pull you out of their circle. That's because that's that's where Satan has begun a trade. He has begun to offer something. You want to be seen. So that's the glory. You want to be the one on the scene. No. Remember how Jesus did it. He says he took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. And being found in fashion and a man, he humbled himself. He became obedient unto death. The Bible said even that obedience, he learned it by the things which he suffered. Where did you get your own kind of gospel from? That you want to take everything about suffering for the sake of Christ. I'm not talking about suffering because of foundational issues. Suffering for the sake of Christ. Now raise your hand. Father upon every heart. That is yearning. That is thirsty. That has been made up. That no matter what comes that they will remain on the altar as the sacrifice how come how come how come that that which was molded now speaks to the one which made it saying what makest thou how does the clay now tell the potter what makest thou is he not in the will and in the interest of the potter to design the clay the way he wants where God has sent you, you are now saying no, that I don't want to go there. What God has said you should do, how come you have built a resistance within you to tell your maker, I am no, I can't be this. Don't make me like this, make me like this. Don't send me there, send me here. But if you are ready to return, help is coming now. Now, Jesus, by the counting of seven upon every altar that you find the sacrifices of themselves upon release fire now 
every sacrifice that you find prepared Jesus set it on fire now by the counting of seven let the fire fall oh thank you Jesus thank you Jesus I know you are here here in your power I know you are here precious Holy Spirit I know you are here here to cause revival I know you are here precious Holy Spirit now one two three four Shabbatelagatos five precious Evran Delegatos the fire is coming is coming six Leko Paranenagatos when I say seven, you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Seven now. Take in the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus, all over this place, every heart that is ready, let them take it now in the name of Jesus. Please, if you feel that the anointing is upon you, just sit down, just sit down. This setting is not good at all. If you feel that there's something, just sit down so that you don't fall. Just help them to sit down. Just help them to sit down. That's all. Set me on fire, Jesus. Ah. Let his love for you never grow cold. Let his oil last till the end. Let his extra oil be just enough. All of you and none of me is what my heart cries for Lord. May I decrease that you may increase that you be the Lord of all. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, amen. Amen. I see, I see something. It was like a, a speed of light. Like there is about to be an activation here. I, I, well, this follows me everywhere I go. I'm connected to a, a prophetic lineage. Okay? I, I'm not calling myself a prophet, but I know where I'm rooted. Okay? There is about to be an activation of a prophetic call here. A prophetic gift. It's going to come. It's something I... It's stressless because it's where I'm rooted. Now, Jesus, 
Holy Ghost. You are the ones you have identified that they can bear this burden. They can bear this burden. Uh, along, <laughs> alongside authority comes rejection. Alongside authority comes separation. Alongside authority comes silence. God will take you into a school of silence. Nobody will hear of you for years. But when you come out, now Jesus, Holy Ghost, who are the ones that can bear this burden? Now, 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 Holy Ghost, identify with them now in the name of Jesus. prophetic call will start with much intercession you begin to intercede for people you don't know about you intercede for people you have never heard of you it will start with intercession you are in a place where nobody knows you nobody sees you and all you are doing is shababada and bread ghetto jesus invade you in the land jesus invade aquaipo jesus invade nigeria Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Where did my hunger go? What happened to my test? Though I still speak in tongues and minister before men. Ah. It's coming back now. Your hunger is coming back. That fire is coming back. Your thirst is coming back. You will desire to pray. You will desire to study. Jesus, release it now. By fire. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, let me tell you something before I drop the mic. You see, when I finished school, a lot of opportunities were open to me. A lot. Uh, for me, for people who know me, I don't know how to double for anything. I don't know how. I just understand honor, submission. I just, but I don't know how to rally around people because I want something. If God can't give me, let it remain. If God can't do it, let it remain undone. So opportunities were open to me, but before I graduated, I went into a season of prayers and the Lord showed me that he was going to send me to a place. I saw the name, I saw the state, that's before I applied. So when those opportunities came, they were coming as a negation to that which the Lord has showed me. He took resistance, resilience, trust and faith and with much humility to tender to these people that brought it because they are your bosses so i had to please sir this is where the lord will have me go and when i went to serve in cross river i served in nccf because that place i don't know rcf did not show up rccf didn't show up 
So it was NCCF, and of course, that's where the Lord showed me. So I sat there as the Papa, by God's grace. There, there, is, there was a, an herbalist in the street. She is like a mother. That place is in Tambo. She's the mother of the streets. Nobody does anything without inquiring from her. And I've been looking for how to talk to this woman. So the woman used to call us Boy Coppers. She calls me. She knows I'm the Papa, so she will call me Boy Copper. She plays around with us because she believes we are just children. And then one day, I don't know, I was talking to her daughter. And then somehow her daughter gets to mention it that the mother had diabetes. Imagine somebody preparing concussion for people to get well. And she too is not well. I said, that's my entry point. So I told the daughter that day, tell your mom, I don't want to go immediately. Tell so in case the mom wants to do anything. Tell your mother, I'm coming tomorrow to pray for her. So I initiated the battle before time. It was intentional. Tell your mom, I'm coming to pray for her tomorrow. And then when I came the next day, the mother sat there. The husband, you know those kind of women, they have their husbands in subjection. The man was there, the children. And then I say, Mama, I will law, I will law is good morning in a language in Cross River. I want to pray for you, man. So she said, hey, Okay, yeah. And my daughter tell me, Okay, you're welcome. They were playing radio and they were just, so the, the woman was just making fun of me. She was like, Oh, yeah, now. So she sat down. But as I held her hand and I said, In the name of Jesus, the woman could not sit down again. Everywhere she was shaking. The whole chair, the husband had to go and put off the radio. Everybody became still. Because how come the woman who wielded the power that changed the environment, somebody now is praying for her and she's shaking. When I was done from Boy Copper, this woman started calling me Pastor Sir. Just by that encounter. And there was never a time I heard that she had diabetes again. She was the one redirecting people to the family house for prayers. So when cases come to her that she cannot handle, she will say, go and meet Papa for prayers. Evangelism is simple with power. Tarry until you be endued with power from on high. It's not, it's, it's not a trajectory. It's not a trajectory. It's because what you are facing, you need power. And how you are going to build this, sustain it, is that you are giving to prayers. Please, I don't know. I, I pray this prayer now. It might not be easy for you to pray. But I've told Jesus, I don't care what leaves me. I don't care what you take away from me, but not you. I don't care what leaves me, but not your presence. So no matter where I am, just last two weeks, guess what? With all my everything, I was in my prayer room. God sent me to a school, sir. God said I should go to a school. I wasn't looking for a job. I was fine. I was in my prayer room one afternoon and God sent me. He said, stand up, dress up. I dressed like a banker. I walked under the sun. Everybody wanted to carry me in the estate because they knew me. Pastor, can we give you a lift? I said, don't worry. And I walked distances and God showed me the school. He said, enter there. When I entered there, I knew the level of darkness in that school. That's where God sent me to. And I can tell you, I have over a hundred convert teenagers that I'm mentoring. There is a group I'm mentoring them. So where can God send you to and you will not deny? The only thing that will make you go there is because you are, you are no longer living a life of your own. 
it's not about the things that you gain it's not about the the ephemeral things the mundane things you can finish all of your pedigrees and god will send you to go and serve and miss children are you sure you're going to go will you be willing to go oh i'm sorry it's not the it's not what you want to hear it's not going to sweeten you it's not going to entice you but it's the truth the lord is looking for people there are many men in the valley of decision who will the lord send there if everybody wants to go to the hill what about the valley the one who is the god of the valley is also the, the god of the hill is the god of the valley there are people dying there but i can tell you the testimonies god has raised dead in that school it's not every testimony god allows you to see on facebook god has raised the dead in that school the parents today if i sneeze they will pay three mad students they just broke out mad in the school anything that happens now spiritually they go and pastor bright this is your case it's no longer a subject of mathematics i love math by the way but now i've just been in that school for less than a year but the honor and the authority god has given to me in that place imagine somebody who is not it's, it's a group of schools they have multiple annexes but there is an office they built there they are trying to make me tabernacle there just like they say let's build one for Elias, but they don't know that it's like an ego i'm going to sin live there i was just sent for a while where can god send you to and you will go can you just ask lastly that father please help me 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 the mother of this boy came to me okay she didn't come to me i i saw it in her that she was worried a mother of a boy in ss2 and i called her please ma can i see you she came to my office and i checked and i saw that there was something troubling her and she told me that she has been scheduled for an operation it's to happen in three days and the money was more she's a single parent she's struggling to clear the bills of her boy in school and i said ma what do you want do you want to do this operation she said no but she that was not with faith and i held her hand and i cancelled the operation in the name of jesus the reason for the authority was because i am where god wants me i am where god wants me i am where god wants me so now you know why certain things don't happen are you where god wants you and this woman called me after some days she was screaming on the phone i was i don't pick calls in the morning but i had to pick that one she was screaming i said what happened she went and the doctor said okay before we start let us still carry out some tests and when they did they said ah there's no need for the operation again jesus have handled it may satan not by trade take that which is of eternal value to you may you not lose that which is a key to the deliverance of your family because of pleasure because of pleasure may you not lose that which is of eternal deliverance to your family lineage may you not lose it in the name of jesus i pray that the lord will help you i pray that the lord will keep you some of you need to make peace with your maker can you just go ahead and do it right now let me just do a few minutes you want to come back to jesus 
because you know you have messed up big time can you just ask the lord to help you can you just ask the lord to help you i'm so sorry so do i have any of those people maybe you want to make your ways right with god i just want to pray with you i want to touch you i want to lay hands on you please come please come quickly 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 my time is already off you can see i'm ready so please come quickly it's not a thing to be ashamed of it's a matter of life and death so you want to make your ways right with jesus again please come please come come quickly come quickly i'm waiting okay let me count five if nobody comes then i'll believe that you're fine one you want to amend your ways with god you want god to help you please come one two please don't look around it's about you you know what you are battling with just come i'm waiting for you here come i just want to touch you and pray with you three god bless you four if you are coming you can still come you can still come this is help this is help this is help coming for you now how can you reject this help how can you reject this help you know you are struggling can you come please come it's so loud in my heart it's loud in my spirit i want to help them please come help wants to come to you now please come The Lord keep you. You are kept. Father, thank you. I pray that the Lord will keep you. The fire you have re received may it be sustained by the help of God. In the name of Jesus. When Satan comes to you again with any bait, receive strength to say no. Receive grace to resist. In the name of Jesus, you are blessed. <laughs> 